Good afternoon, my friends, and welcome to the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. The Last Best Babylon 5 podcast is a watch-along Babylon 5 podcast. Three hosts. One of them has seen it all. That would be me. I'm Ben. Seen it all. And uh, I'm joined by two hosts who've never seen it. Their names are Steve. Hello. Thank you for listening. My name is Steve. I have never seen Babylon 5 before. I've also never seen the 2009 Christmas comedy film Santa Buddies. Um, so they had two okay. in 2009. Okay. The last one was also in 2009. That's correct. Did you say, uh, Did you no, say uh, Space Buddies was the last one. This is Santa oh. Buddies. It features Tom Bosley's last appearance oh, no, I'm confusing uh, before it with, his death. No. I was confusing it with Snow Buddies, so that's different. Snow Buddies is different than absolutely, uh, uh, absolutely, Cuba, absolutely. The, the Cuba movie. Uh, this is about how, oh, and George Wendt is in it as well, playing Santa Claus. Uh, all of great Air, George Wendt. All of Air Buddies' little puppies go help Santa save Christmas. Well, that's wonderful, and uh, you have heard his voice. The other person who's never seen Babylon Five before, his name is Sean. Hello. Uh, yes, I have uh, never seen Babylon 5 before, but uh, I'm watching it for the first time and uh, having, having a great time uh, watching it for the first time. Now, uh, today, today is a very special episode. Um, we've uh, done it before. We're doing it again. Folks, we are uh, having our third season review spectacular. Can't believe it. We're taking a look back. It is uh as uh as said yes uh yesterday last week when we uh recorded zaha doom you're now 60 percent done Ooh. you, so you at, are we're a low we're a low d right now no that's an f that's f an f. Is, <laughs> okay yeah, you gotta have a 65 to to get a d i believe um, is it 65 for a d yeah 65 for a, a d. 60 for a d i thought 60 was no, a d, 60 like a d minus an f. Nah, we're f. We're we're still failing Babylon. Maybe 5 times right have, now. maybe times have changed. But but was... there are a mere two seasons left. But but those two seasons have twists and turns, and also two seasons, uh, some movies, TV movies, yeah, TV uh, movies, and graphics, a failed spinoff, a spinoff, uh, some books. Well, I I I don't know about the books, but a lot comics, of fan fiction, audio adventures. Oh I yeah, I can't wait. Uh, the continuity on the back of action figure boxes. Yeah. I can't wait. Cookbooks. Well, I mean, we've we've uh we've been sprinkling through yes, the Babylon 5 universe is rich, my friends, but we are 60% done. I can't believe it. Yeah. Uh in fact, I think one of the the movies is uh com- I think it's like midway through the fourth season, so we'll have to figure that Interesting. out. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, but anyway, this is uh, this is the show where we're going to talk everything about our uh, our takes on the third season, uh, and uh, th- this is just very exciting. I'm going to be our guide through this. The very first thing that we're doing today is something on the list that is the giving of the Babylon gifts. Steve, that's right. Uh, this is your segment. Well, you know, I I love a good deal. I love shopping on eBay, the electronic bay. 
Uh, there's a lot of great memorabilia, great little bits of 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 uh, everything there. I've bought some great little knickknacks and, and and we've we've done this before. We've, we've done this gotten, before. So what what are some of the I I have here. Uh, I bought, uh, I found some old Babylon 5 action figures. Uh, I believe I got Sean a Kosh, and I got Ben a I still, a, my a Sheridan. Mine on camera. There he is. And then I got uh, some glossy photos. Uh, I have a glossy <laughs> I photo. I think of Kosh and Sheridan as well. Glamour, I, I, uh, glamour shot. Sheridan uh, yeah, I got with a, a big beaming smile leaning over uh, the rail at CNC. And I believe I also have uh, a Sheridan action figure. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when, when we wrap these up, I like to go and spend 12 or $15 on eBay and, and get my friends a little a little keepsake for our time together here on the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. And this season is no exception. And I got both of these gentlemen a, a little memento All right. on the Electronic Bay. All right, uh, I will I will open mine first here. I've got a, you could open it gonna... at the same time. It's the, it's okay. not a all right. Spoilers. You both oh, got the no. same thing. Oh I no! I know what this is. I know what this, I know is. What this is. I'm so mad. <laughs> oh, I'm so uh, furious. God damn it! I don't yeah, want this in you. my house. I'm not opening, opening this. This is going right in the trash. It's nope. shrink wrapped. <laughs> yep. It is the B5 uh, record. <laughs> LP is on CD. All right. Well, oh my God. I can't imagine Fuck this you. cost that much. I don't know. It what, did not it, cost that much. All right, yeah. Shockingly, even in the age There's of a warehouse. Uh, overinflated <laughs> prices. The um, B5. Now we did a great episode on our podcast this season where we brought in um, Chicago would, music yeah. critic, uh, Lear Galil to talk about uh, the album that the cast cut called trying to forget uh, by the B5. It's a, it sounds like, the strength of your love. Very accurate. Uh, this is it. Steve, you didn't get us a special edition. Uh, they didn't have that for sale, so I'm sorry. You get us a special. This we doesn't get have the, the, we don't the, have the, 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 the bonus tracks. It, it's yeah, not remastered. Is, so this is worth <laughs> it. It's not My remastered. You can't hear all of the, the, the wonderful, all of Bill Moomy's great uh, licks on his uh, guitar. It was a, a real standout episode for us. Uh, on this season, uh, I would encourage you to go back it's and listen to it. It's just a TV show. But yeah, it's a <laughs> this is a lapsy record. I had to buy the CD so I could take photos for our social media, and I said I'm not going to be the only one stuck with this thing in my house. So Do you know how many CDs I own? Like one, probably like three. Oh, I was going to say yeah. <laughs> I have a uh, well, now you have it. So, oh, congrats! I hope well, you. It's put just it in. a TV show. This will sit uh, in my house. And I hope you enjoy. It. <laughs> if you want candy, performed by Claudia Christian. Turn it uh, all the way one, up. There's uh, the the one that Mir Furlan sings. It's kind of peppy. But I you like and I are, are aligned on that. But Sean, I think, oh, no. hates all of the songs. I didn't enjoy it myself. The only song I remember is it's just a TV show. We learn our lines, we hit our marks. It's just a TV show. But it wasn't like good. I didn't want to listen to it again. Peter Jurizic sings about doing cocaine. Struck dumb with a shit-eating grin. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I enjoy. I really remember uh, that. 
Honestly. I am spreading the pain around. Now I'm not the only one with the Babylon 5, uh, the B5 right, well, CD in my home. Enjoy. pain for your sham friends. And happy, right, well, uh, happy season three. for your real friends. Well, that was, uh, what, a, what a gift. Right. Uh, from a, a warehouse where they're all piled remember up. remember the last gift really like lifted my spirits and like made my day better. There's only so oh, many of these. They're not making new new ones. Congrats. There's a reason. There's a reason. Framed photo. There's a reason. Of, that doesn't mean it has to be in my home. There it is. It's in your home. All right. Of of Bruce Box Leitner. And uh, I, I look at it every day and it inspires me. <laughs> I I touch it like uh, in Babylon oh, yeah. Five have, when having, they touch that that photo. Having the framed, uh, having the action figure Kaj, and also the framed photo of Kaj, I've gotten as another reward. This uh, you know sometimes you need to be inspired those the are other just way. Beautiful things and. Now it, this is just this is just. It's important to also be inspired by failure. It would have been great if they had. I probably mentioned this on the episode, but it would have been great if they got the voice actor for Kosh to, <laughs> to come in. I don't know why. They, I don't know what they. What they weren't friends with. Close Do like a one? Vincent Price rap. Yeah, really. Like, oh, my name is Kosh. All right. Well, to fight. Uh, next we are going to talk about who is or who was. The best guest star, season three. This one was right. very interesting. I was I was going through, was going through my old notes, coming in hot, uh, and then right. I was like kind of looking through guest lists and, and cast lists and stuff. And this is interesting because this season, I think, had um, it, it had some some real heavy hitters, but it. It didn't have, I think, the weird breadth of like last season, which had like uh, Paul Williams and sure, like sure. like it had some like Jane Carr. Like instead, you, I, I think the the guest stars uh, that were that really made an impact, at least to me, were like kind of heavy hitter, recognizable people. Mm, Not to say okay. that Jane Carr and obviously like Paul Williams, he's he's recognizable. Um. But since I'm already uh, talking, I'll 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 start the the people I I wrote down some honorable mentions. Great, and then uh, and then my pick, uh, honorable mention, Rance Howard. Oh yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was great. Oh, he was very yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would count him. And yeah, to play to play the the dying Kosh, ah, great. Yeah, yeah, good he job. was really good. He was good really job. Good. Yeah, like he he does a very very sweet uh uh performance in uh, interludes and examinations. Um and then uh uh honorable mention and uh this is uh I'll I'll, I'll give it uh to to our 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 old friend uh uh Mr. Michael O'Hare who Great. uh you know he, Welcome back. He was Steve's pick last last very season. Very happy to see him. Of course. Um, but uh my favorite is one of my favorite, a uh a an actor who I'm always delighted to see. Anytime he ever shows up, an actor. I, I think I, I have a guess as to I, I didn't name the the one who I think you guys are gonna pick, but I picked Brad, our friend Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf. There, there's another heavy hitter brother, guest star. Brother Billy or whatever. He was great. Yeah, like Brother <laughs> Billy or, yeah, I don't know. Um, brother Brad Dorif. Bro- brother Brad. <laughs> uh, I I think uh, he was just uh, 
it's wonderful. I really like that episode. It's, it's a like good episode. One of really uh, good. it's it's an episode that isn't a like quote unquote plot episode, but it it's a thematic. Oh, like absolutely. It, it deals with a I lot of the episode. themes of uh, a lot of themes of the episode or of the seasons. Anyway, that's me. One of you two go. Well, I want to give props first to the kind of regular cast of of guests that they have in. So this is my first round of just uh, giving props. This is these are the Babylon Five guests that you could always set your clock to. We got Ed Wasser as Morden. Yep. Uh, always happy to see him. John Vickery as Naroon, always a delight. Naroon rules. William Forward as Rifa. Come on, I, I oh, yeah, Rifa should have been. He should have been. He should have been my my honorable mention because and he he was so I, good. He had that I think, wonderful you know, path. Shows like this, they have a bench of people that show up every you know four or five episodes, and you kind of forget they're guest stars, but they are. Yeah, uh, that's a also, good point. R.I.P. Reef, I'll, say, I'll be sad, Reefa, uh, I'll miss him. I also want to give props to Walter Koenig. At this point, he's kind of a regular guest. Yeah, and I mean, what he's, a, he's a delight. And also Michael O'Hare coming back as our as our boy. Uh, a real thrill. Now, sir, for some honorable mentions for me, Majel Barrett, lovely yeah. to see her. Yeah, I want to give, she was close. Uh, I want to give uh, more honorable mentions to Michael York as as King Arthur. <laughs> That's you, who I thought you, you guys were gonna pick. You kidding? Come on, he was great. I thought that's what Steve was gonna pick. Yeah. Oh, there honorable like, mentions. Mel Winkler. Mel Winkler is Reverend Dexter. I thought he was. Uh, oh what right! A, what a great he was wonderful. Character. Yeah. He, he showed up. He 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 righted. He might be the most important person in in Babylon Five history. He he told Sheridan to get off his ass. Yeah, get off your duff. And Wait, which one last... was that? Wait, that's a. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, which episode was that? In the it... in rock in the rock cried out no hiding place. Oh he was yeah, like yeah, the yeah, main yeah, yeah. He played the the minister that had a heart to heart. Oh with... right, oh, he yeah. was great. Oh, he was fantastic. He was great. You're my last correct. honorable mention is going to be Emmett Farquaad as the postmaster. <gasps> great guest, great character. <laughs> oh yeah, he was my there. favorite character of the season, maybe. But oh. I gotta go. Uh, best guest star. Come on, he's he's one of the greatest living actors of our time. It's Brad Dorif. Wow, uh, wow, is, he's the best. I, who's yeah. better than Brad? Honestly, I must have talked about this when we we did that episode. But Brad Dorif puts in, and I'm not kidding here. This seems like a joke answer, but it's not. He puts in my favorite performance in Lord of the Rings. I yeah. love a, him. <laughs> of course, as he's great. Worm tongue. He is so he is so good. He has like I don't know, like six minutes of screen time, and he makes them all count. Every single one. He's the he's best. So good. He's the best, and he's he's the voice of Chucky and Chucky. Yeah, Chucky's yeah he, and he's and, and Chucky rules. Chucky rules. Um, and he was there to taunt uh, uh, Rick Steiner at uh, WCW <laughs> Nitro. Uh, <laughs> so, well, Sean, what, what's your list? Um, well, I, I I have I have one main pick, but I'll give the 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 uh yeah I had uh, just as like supporting um I, I, I'm so sorry I forgot the actor's name and I completely I I would have mentioned him because I was just looking over the list briefly but the yeah the the priest in the 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 uh, rock cried out no hiding place his actor's name he was very good I really really yeah, liked him a lot sir, yeah. um Majel Barrett yes Walter Koenig I always write down um Michael York was great uh uh. And Michael O'Hare, um, of course, of course, Jefferson Mike Sinclair, just just a legend. Just uh, so happy to see him. Did a wonderful time in Valen. 
Um, but uh, folks, it's three for three. My number one pick was wow. Brad. Wow, uh, I was. Uh, we should I thought give he was him an tremendous. award. I, I really thought he. Let's give him a call. He did a, just a wonderful job. He kind of made that. I mean, the episode was great. I, I love that episode a lot, but I think he kind of pushed it over the edge with his performance, which I thought was like, you know, he has a reputation for playing really like scummy characters, but like this, he was very, and obviously this is a character that had a, uh, you know, like a, was previously a murderer and everything, but like he did such a good job of like humanizing that character and, and making you kind of just connect with them just for that one episode uh, that it made the kind of the ethical questions of the whole episode really hit a lot harder, I think. So I think he honestly elevated the episode quite a bit with his performance. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was great. So what what can I say? Uh, that definitely my pick. All, All right. right. It's Brad. <clears throat> three for three. Uh, what we called the last best Babylon uh, uh, five podcast. Not one uh, we needed to the, agree the on. Golden but... three. <laughs> but we all agree. A hat trick. Number three. We, we all agree. agree. The golden yeah. three. All right, all folks. Right. <laughs> will there be a golden three? Uh, will there be any other golden threes today? Will there be? Remember, uh, I think, I think there's uh, going to be at least two more. Uh, and there's, there's at least one three. more that I can think of. Anytime um, there's a golden three, we have to send JMS a hundred dollars. Oh, come on! Yeah, well, too this bad. is gonna. Oh no! This we is need to pay him back bank. for, for right, our enjoyment right. of the show. But all right, that's I fair. don't Thank anticipate you, you're getting all that uh, money from your sponsors. It shouldn't be a problem, should it? That's true. We're I don't anticipate a, a golden <laughs> three for for this next one, which the the third season uh, is is uh, pretty renowned among fr- fans of the show having some of the the best episodes of uh babylon 5 certainly has some of my favorites we are talking about what did you think was the best episode of the third season i won't go first this time steve you can start off this one yeah this was looking through the list of the third season it's just like the the highs are so high this is like a really quality season uh, some some good ones that I put down. Uh, passing through Gethsemane, um, War Without End Part One specifically, I thought was quite excellent. Uh, Shadow Dancing, uh, Late Delivery from Avalon, Messages from Earth. Uh, these are these are great, 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 great episodes. I really do. I, I had a great time. Season three has so many spectacular episodes of of science fiction TV. But here are my top three. Number three, a late delivery from Avalon. Number three. It's like there's usually it's just one that we're well, through this. Look, we I, I don't have people. a list, Sean. It's fine. Don't. <sighs> For God's sake. Number two, point of no return. Number one, my favorite episode of the season, Interludes and Examinations. Wow. Uh, Our... just, there you go. Uh, it's just such a good episode, and, and it, it really like pulls you along, and it breaks your heart and surprises you and i don't think it gets better than that that's my that's my number all one right. all right all right sean uh, what's yours i'll go next uh yeah so um yeah i'll just d- d- i'll do what were basically like my uh, the, the runner-ups for it because yeah like there's just a lot of great episodes i love uh but yeah i wrote down severed dreams uh good one. late delivery from avalon which was a of lot course. of fun uh, uh, people seem to not like that one, but that one was really fun. I really liked it. Uh, War Without End Part One in particular. Uh, yeah, Shadow Dancing was cool as hell. Like all, all like the big plot episodes, uh, were pretty tremendous. Uh, and like really well done. 
Um, th- I will say up to the last minute, uh, my pick was passing through Gethsemane because um, mm-hmm. I just wow. really loved it. I thought Good. it was great. But the more I thought about it and the more I was like, nah, like it has to be interludes and examinations. Yeah. Yeah. Two for two. Because it's it's such a great, I, I think a, it had a big shock factor for me because I didn't expect the episode to be what it was. Um, the Everything with Kosh was amazing. Uh, of course, like me as a, as a big Kosh head, uh, the scene with him and Sheridan uh, having their little battle uh, in the... Uh, <laughs> In the hallway which is there. rife with sexual tension of course um in the hallway is maybe my favorite scene in the whole show uh it just it just rules like in every way uh and like ever and the both with for the both of them like the way that they're just like go like the way that uh bruce boxleitner is just screaming at him and he's just like shooting a bit like it's oh it's so fucking good um and uh yeah it has the really lovely uh like ending like it really t- it it sets things up really well it has that lovely ending where like the ship is being sent off and uh and it's like it's really moving and um yeah i don't know, great episode it gets it right it gets tremendous, it right. tremendous work so uh that it's got to be that one for me all right will we have another golden 3 <laughs> i don't know it's okay uh, Listen, all right, we well, it's okay you know an episode that hasn't been uh, uh mentioned but is is one of my absolute favorites, this is then, and I'm talking about just other, not uh, of uh, runner-ups, uh, is uh, Convictions uh, for me, which is the bombing episode, which I love that episode. That's one of my favorites of the show. It has the wonderful Londo and Jakar trapped in the elevator. Oh, that that one is great. Trapped yeah, in the yeah. tube. Oh, yeah, that is a good one, yeah. It yeah. has uh, that, that, uh, that, bomber like that that guy like losing his mind oh he was a good guest star too yeah I, he was a very good guest star what i really like about that episode is that that's right before everything like nothing has happened yet that's the second episode of the third season things yeah. aren't popping off but like the whole idea of that bomber guy is like he just feels that things are going wrong and he's lost his mind yeah, like he, he like he lost his wife, like a whole bunch of things went wrong for him at home. But it's like kind of this this ill, you know, this ill omen that it's like there there's just people going nuts now. Uh, but anyway, that's one of my favorites. A good one uh, of, of the season. And I wanted to, to give that a, a call out. I also really enjoyed uh, another episode we, we haven't uh, uh, mentioned, but is it, very good is um, the. Uh, uh, Ship of Tears, uh, which is the second mm-hmm. fester, where like the woman like fuses with Babylon Five. Oh yeah, and that turned out to be a plot. Cool. Like it turned out to be a big plot point. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It did. Cool, it really cool, did. Basically, cool both. We were blessed with two bester episodes in this season. They were both very good. So it's, it's we were it's, we were yeah. uh, best. But my pick yeah. for best episode. I'm sorry to say we do not have a golden three. Oh, right, that's, that's a fair. shame. Yeah, no golden three. He's looking at his bank account and it's just sitting at one hundred dollars because it was he's he's broke. Um wow. uh, uh it is uh kind of a uh an easy pick, but uh but it's it's one that I love. It's uh, severed dreams. That's the last of the wow. them breaking off episodes. And it's the one, Delenn has the big speech. It's the cavalry, like, 
I'm I'm such a sucker for a cavalry charge scene where like because uh, uh Severed Dreams has they're they're in C and C and they just fought off like Earth Force and they're like Phew. if uh, if any yeah, more came, you yeah. really screwed and then like a bunch more jump in and everybody looks at each other and they're like well oh, that's that that's they, yeah. always, they, they hold it I'm always a sucker for this this always works for me that and then they hold it and then like the cavalry comes and like Delenn's there and she like tells him to to fuck off like yeah. that works for me every single time yeah um, that's a great one that's one of the most badass moments scene. of the yeah. show um and uh so it's it's great um so that's, that's, that's uh, all of those kind of ran together for me in a bit like in a way they, they it's, do it's they such do. a big story yeah. they're I, kind of intended I like to. all three of those like it's a trilogy right it's yeah. Yeah. three and they're all great and that's it's a, just plot 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 but like in a good way it's like it's all right. yeah, important stuff it's a fantastic it's, episode good but good will plot. there be a golden three for the next thing wow um so the <laughs> the third season had some some high heights very high. but the thing is is that uh when you have such high quality when you get slapped with a bad episode it it sticks out it stings it, it, stinks. it, it, it stinks it stings and uh in the third season well again ha- having had uh some great episodes it, it does have a couple a couple groaners a couple whoppers <laughs> and um, I'll say. and uh, so I'm going to to turn to Sean. Sure, Sean well, Rose. My hot take on this is that like uh, there are some not great episodes in this season. I don't think any of them reached the badness levels of previous seasons, in my opinion. Um, well, like, we'll get that's a that's a discussion. That is one of the questions we'll get on, to yeah. it. But like that's just how I feel about it. It's like I the the ones that were like not great were just like eh. I I like you could tell like because jms wrote everything and it was just kind of like a thing of just like eh, it just seems like he was kind of running on fumes for he this was one. tired um he so you know fever. what i mean so it's kind of it's like bad but like in kind of a in a way that's kind of consistent with like the feel of the show so it doesn't feel mm-hmm. too horrible to me um but what i wrote down uh i've got uh the, the two runner-ups i'll say were um uh what the, i wrote down exogenesis i don't think that yeah. one was particularly good but like that i one. almost don't even remember a lot of it um <laughs> it's I a thought, very unmemorable episode um and i thought that walkabout was a mixed bag um i didn't hate it but like it was a little it was a little the, the start of the franklin storyline was a little iffy um it eventually i think got very good uh like at the end of it uh but it did I'd say like the first half of the Franklin storyline was just generally kind of it felt a little wandery. I was kind of like, I don't really know where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, made some kind of odd decisions. Again, I think just JMS was fucking tired. He was um, tired. But, um, but yeah, I think th- honestly, it wasn't that hard of a pick for me. I, for me, it was Gray 17 is missing. Yeah. Gray 17? Um, and, and Gray 17 is missing. And the thing is, that again, like, I didn't, I didn't hate Gray 17. Like, I, I wasn't, like, watching it and being like, oh, fuck this piece of shit. It was more <laughs> like um, like I did with uh, some previous episode. Um, it was more like, oh, this, because I, I think maybe for, for a while I thought that the A plot or B plot or whatever, the Gray 17 plot was going to go somewhere, and then it never did. And then it was just like, oh, okay. I, I don't really understand what the point of that was. Um, and then it did have, like, a mildly interesting 
other plot with the uh, uh, had Naroon. Like yeah, Naroon, Naroon was great. Um, that stuff was pretty good. Like so, like if this is the worst episode, like it's not that bad. It's just kind of like, eh. It was just the the, the Ray Seventeen plot was just total nonsense, pointless. Um, it was fun to see uh, uh, Freddy Krueger, um, <laughs> but other than, other than, other than that, it was pretty pointless and stupid. Uh, so yeah, that that's a pretty easy pick for me. Interesting. All right, Stephen. Well, I want to give uh, an honorable mention to A Day in the Strife. Uh, episode really didn't do much for me, except give us... That episode it's, it's begins so with Sheridan with a gun! That is one of my favorite scenes in all yeah, what, what, happened, what happened to Gary? I, I'm, I'm invalidating this. Oh, that has the scene. That opens yeah, the, that's the, the, the scene guy. Where the guy, like, comes at Sheridan. The guy comes. I forgot about the, this scene. Sheridan the just walks up to the guy and like, and he's like, fuck you, shoot, shoot me, me, motherfucker. <laughs> like, it's one of the, yeah, it's one of the most, like, big dick energy moments in the I entire series. And that, look, um, that's why it's an honorable mention. It's just so, not a, you know what, uh, that's, it, it that's pretty stick. good. I don't remember the rest of that episode. Exactly. It, it's just, it, it kind of All I remember is the name of it, which we have referenced the most out of any other title, I yeah. think, of it, any it episode. It has a great, I, that's what, look, it's not on my list, it's just an honorable mention. Right. Um. Here are my top three. Uh, walkabout is is bottom three. Bottom three. This <laughs> is my bottom three. Yeah, walkabout. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Gray Seventeen is missing is number two. It's not my least favorite. Episode. No golden it's, three. No golden oh, no, three. No golden three. Uh, okay. I thought we had a golden. Here's three. the thing about Gray Seventeen Wait, is missing. I love the B plot. I love it. Uh, it's, Naroon, not a B plot. it's like an equal plot. Uh, like, they're they, both they like have... equal plots. It's hard to say. Naroon fighting Marcus to see who's the strongest dude. Uh, I love it. I, would, I love I it would so say much. I do love Naroon. I think Marcus is a little embarrassing, but it's he fine. is an embarrassing character. But I, it was a good. I like it a lot. Um, and yeah, I don't know. So there were uh, this season. You could definitely see that JMS needed another writer, or at least someone to edit him. Like this is a great idea on paper. I think two more drafts, and this could have been a really great script. Sure. Um, sure. That's kind of the that's the the pro and con of this because on one hand you get to see the inside the mind of a very strange little man and yeah. I think that is very charming and allows a lot of interesting. Things. I, I've on said the other this hand, before, but I think that that uh, that person would not let him write uh, a late delivery from Avalon. Exactly. Yeah. You that, get that person stuff, would be like too silly. When you get one voice, you get a, a, you get a real. All. Yeah, you get it all. But the downside is that sometimes these episodes are kind of half-baked and, and stuff like that. And yeah. Grey 17 is missing is definitely one of those. I would go ahead and agree with our friend uh, from the Yum Yum podcast and say the worst episode of the season Ryan. is Exo, Exogenesis. Um, yeah. I just... I barely remember Exogenesis. Exactly. Like, there's really not a ton of redeeming stuff in Exogenesis. And it's just really... I have to look it up exactly. That's the one where there's trills on deep uh, on on deep. That was on Babylon Five. Yeah, worthless. Yeah, I don't it's, even. Yeah. It's a worthless. It's a episode. Marcus plot. Marcus like and Franklin. Based, um, oh, go yeah. exploring and find out. And then, this... that's the one with Corwin. Doesn't have doesn't have that that have like Corwin the, gets uh... a promotion. I think. No, he no. Well, no. It's uh, that Ivanova that is has the flower salesman. In yeah. It. If, there's a, there are a couple of bright flower spots. Salesman. It does have the flower salesman. A couple of bright spots, but it, uh, it's it just, has it, Corwin no. being like, "Oh, geez, did Devonova uh, ask me out on a date? Uh, maybe I should get her some flowers." <laughs> I do love the flower salesman, but yeah, yeah, that's that's the worst one for me. Exogenesis. 
All right. Well, uh, I I already pooched uh, uh, what I have. Uh, sadly, no golden three. No golden uh, three. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a uh, walkabout and uh, exogenesis are bad, but Gray Seventeen is the one. For me. It's, it's just. <laughs> It's, it's not uh, good. I think that that, that Garibaldi plot just like tipped the it's scales. Just I think. So bad, like Garibaldi because it's like it like... is so pointless, and they set it up as being something that could be interesting, and then they just yeah. abs- it's like it, it's absolutely <clears throat> pointless. It's absolutely nothing. Like well, there well, isn't even anything interesting in terms of like a- anything ethical to think about, like passing through Gethsemane or anything like that. It's just like no, huh? it's, like uh... this is Garibaldi gets lost and then <laughs> comes back. We have more Grey 17 discussion to come. Our next... Grey 17? It's, it's it does remind me of... Uh, I forget what episode it was last season, but it was the one where Sheridan gets invaded by an alien, and then it's, the alien is literally just like, can you just drop me off at this planet? And then they do, and, and that's the end it? of it. Right, cool. And yeah, that's it. Uh, so this is okay. this is one of my favorite uh, segments here. Um, and... Uh, because you you just get to sit back and I, I get to, to light up a little bit of the... Nice, he's spicy. Nice, he's and, spicy. And uh, kickback. And uh, you two just get to work. You know, and I, I, I just kick back with the nice, he's spicy. Uh, <laughs> and then the, this segment is, did our predictions come true? And by ours, I mean yours, uh, Steve and Sean. Ben uh, has so seen this all a million I've times. I've seen it all, but, seen but five, several in times. the, the uh, season two wrap-up, you made predictions yeah steve i'm gonna let you go first on this because for me it's just it's just you'll find out but steve you go ahead yeah i made four predictions for this season uh the first one the shadow spider creatures are coming to get their due specifically from londo uh they're going to start roughing people up and londo is going to be stuck in the middle the shadows will show their full force uh i i was kind of true on that uh i kind of hit that the shadows did definitely come out and be like, here we are, fuck you. Here's our um, bad grandpa. Here's our bad grandpa. Uh, here are all of our ships. We're just going to be, they're going to be out and open about how tough yeah. they are. I was a little wrong. I thought Londo would kind of get stuck and they would kind of be like Tony Sopranoing Londo and be like, hey, why are you ducking me, Londo? You know, you said you'd. Uh... There was a little bit of that, though. He a started little bit, away. a little bit, but that was him pulling away and they desperately wanted him back. I thought they'd come in and be like, all right, Londo, it's time to. Give us what you said you'd give us, and um, that that didn't quite happen. Um, but I, I, I'd say I'd got 75% of that, right? Uh, I said, we're going to see the full force of the Vorlons. Uh, dozens of Vorlons are going to show up, and they're all going to have wacky suits with different colors and capes. And Kosh's brother, Kush, shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vorlon who smokes weed. All right. Well, uh, that again, kind of the the Vorlons did show up <laughs> once to be like, look how strong we are, and then they left. Um, and we did get variations on the Kosh suit uh, with the new we Kosh, did. and uh, so I'd say kind of with that, uh, it's going to get a lot worse on Earth. The right wing government will act much worse, and Sheridan's little club is going to be put in a lot of jeopardy. Uh, yes, I think I was right on that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they declared martial law and have a fascist government now. And they did have to kind of struggle to hide the the rangers for a bit. I will say I was not expecting that to be resolved the way it did, where they were just like, you know what? We're not hiding anymore. We're an independent station. So uh, that was cool. 
And my last, unfortunately, did not come true. Walker Smith is going to return as a decorated heavyweight champion. Uh, I wish that happened. Mate, well, there's two more seasons. There's two more seasons, but yeah. All right. That's right. Pretty good for me, though. I'd say I did wow. a pretty good job. Um, so I'm going to be honest with you. I made three predictions, and I'm going to be honest. I'm three for three, I think. You got the golden oh, three? Let's hear uh, the, Sean's golden three. Gold three. Um, so my first one was Sheridan Delenn confirmed. Got that. All right, so, now, now. And we remember, I, the theme of your picks last year, or last, last season was, like, I'm going to have one crazy one, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think my crazy one was that Londo was going to die. That's correct. And that yep. basically happened. It was it, an alternate timeline, but it, it did happened. happen. Uh, we'll count it. But he is not removed from the cast. No. That that no. that's the, the the that which is not what I said. I just said that he would die. You just said so. you were right. It's a and here's the thing. This third one I had forgotten about, and this one, this happened, not exactly in the way that I would have hoped, but uh-huh. it did happen. I said combat Kosh. I said that Kosh <laughs> would fight. We'd see, and guess what? We did see up. that. He bloodies up Sheridan. He beat the shit out of Sheridan after he got horny. So that's, uh, folks, I'm going to count that. It's not what I, exactly what I wanted. I, I said in the last thing that like, I hoped that he would, because uh, he, he said he was going to train him and like do like combat moves. Oh, yeah, that would have been Sadly, cool. that never really happened. Um, but uh, I still have hopes, and we'll get to that when we get to we'll our get to actual yeah, predictions yeah. for the next season. So, but um, that, I still that, I think that's pretty three good. Three, I think that's, I that's pretty, good. pretty good. I think you did a yeah. great job. I think you technically Sean. got all of those, Sean. Yeah, I think so. I th- I'm going to call it. I'm going to call that. All right. So, so now uh, we're going to to change gears a little bit, and we're we're going to take a look. I I posted on Twitter uh, earlier this week asking uh, some of our listeners uh, to ask us uh, questions. Um, <clears throat> about the third season and uh these these are are some of them they're they're not all but these are some of the 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 ones and uh so here we go the first one and this is actually what gave me the idea uh to to do it is the our friends at the the yum yum podcast ask uh is gray 17 worse than grail because uh we were were pretty down Um, on that episode no I, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think honestly, barely not even comparable for me, honestly, because it's it's the Gray 17 plot was bad, but but there's a, a Grail is kind of at another level. Like I, the show was at a different place. Grail yeah. doesn't have a B plot. Grail no. is just Grail, the Grail story. with Grail, there's nowhere to hide. There's no um, there's no B plot, and like Sean said, season one is not as confident as season three. Yeah, and the so, focus is it's written by somebody else. Um, yeah, the focus who I think only wrote that episode. I think that's the only episode that Christy Marks wrote. Yes, of, uh, uh, the focus is almost entirely away from uh, the 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 main cast and focuses on uh, David Warner and our our good friend Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much entirely. So you really get no character development um it is just focused on these two guest characters who quite frankly um with all due respect to tom and david uh the characters themselves cannot really carry the weight of this uh of like a story and absolutely not it it just it just doesn't it's just in like it's kind of a weird aberration of an episode like it just kind of if i recall correctly uh gethsemane spends 
a lot of time with its guest yeah, stars. Yeah, because it does. But they're um, also but Gethsemane works, stars. they they tie it. But Gethsemane feels he's more tied part of in the, the crew yeah. in a way. He's you see part of him. The, the you see Brad Dorif is like kind of being part of the like. You can tell he's like hung out there for a while, and he's kind of become friends with folks. Yeah, they're playing chess yeah. with him, and yeah, he that's makes and that's a much more. Um, but I, but I would say mainly the main reason Gethsemane works better is that it's just it's just better written. It's just more interesting. It it raises a really interesting ethical question, and yeah. uh, Brad Dorif is just fantastic, and. Uh, JMS wrote it. Uh, like it's it's just it just has a more, it's just better. It's just a good like it's good. It, there's no way to explain it other than <laughs> that one is good. I, and, one's good. And, and Grail's. I bad. think I think with Grail, and this is kind of what you're you're getting around. Like what what you're saying, Sean, is that like Christy Marks. My understanding with like the guest, some of the guest writers in the first season, is that they were writing without too much like i don't know how much other than the pilot which yeah. didn't even contain probably like a series bible characters. or something right like they had a a bible and a pilot and hopefully maybe they saw a little bit of you know maybe the first episode but maybe not i don't i don't recall but anyway right. so they're going in like completely blind so i would have the like part of me is like i wonder if uh she was like well i'll solve this by just making about these two weird men it is and interesting to do that briefly That's... interact with every single character but uh they don't they're not uh like we yeah. i don't have to worry about uh contradicting the the characterization of the the main cast and that yeah. is an interesting thing to do to move away from the cast and be like let's focus on this one area um so i it's interesting. It's just not good. Yeah, and like it could Grey, have worked, Grey Seventeen but... has great character stuff from everyone. Even Garibaldi in this plot gets some cool Garibaldi things to do. Right. Uh, and we the one thing I will Boston say that cop grandmother. Yeah. Or... Uh, <laughs> it's also directed well, which yeah, Grail, Grail I see right. is very yes. boringly directed. Yes. Like it looks kind of. No. And Grail, Grail does something that is I consider unforgivable, and that is you cast David Warner and you wasted him. Like just, just worthless. How can worthless. you waste? How can one of the great that? character actors? Let's get. Let's call David Warner for the crappiest script we've got. Um. All right. So uh, our next question. Uh, this is from uh, Nathan. He he asks. <clears throat> What was the most predictable thing about this season and the most unpredictable thing this season? I, I think you said earlier, I think, Steve, something like when we were talking about your, your predictions, that some mm -hmm. like you, you didn't see something coming or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say uh, as far as most predictable, I, I thought about this for a while. I don't know if any major plot beats were predictable. That's I think that's the strength of the season. Uh, I will say little plot beats were very... Anytime the show is trying to be clever and be like, uh, here's a twist, like, uh, you could see that coming a mile away. Like, uh, some examples were how Anna Sheridan is is evil and how Lindisty was racist and how uh, Londo and Jakar, they're working together to kill Rifa. Like, the show posts these as, like, surprise, but it's like we... You could see that a mile away. So I would say the little things were very predictable to me, but the, yeah, a lot of big surprises. Like when, when president Clark was like, all right, it's martial law, big surprise for me. Um, 
Babylon 5, risking it all to become independent was a, it was a huge surprise for me. Because uh, I thought there'd be the whole season of them sneaking around as rangers. Like, that's dramatic enough. You could make a whole season of TV with that. Uh, where it's like, we have a, a resistance in this military base. Like, that could be a show. But they wrote that off almost, I don't want to say immediately, but like in the first quarter of the season, they're just like... First half, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it's it's, it's half, exactly sure. at the midway point that, uh, yeah. that it splits. And so the, the show is split between. And I think that's... I. Th- those are amazing. Those big swings like that, completely amazing for me. And I did not see it coming at all. Um, but I'd say the biggest surprise for me was definitely Kosh. Uh, rest in peace. That I did not see that coming. Uh, <laughs> I was That episode was kind of wrapped up a little bit too. And I was like, that's it. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, Sean, do you have uh, anything that surprised you or, um, or didn't surprise you? So I would say, it's a good question. I would say generally, like, the as much as I, the the episodes where kind of it all, the shit kind of all hit the fan were shocking and, like, really well done, I wouldn't say it was necessarily, like, surprising that they ended up, like, defecting from, from Earth. You could kind of see that that was kind of... Wow coming down or like that the, blast, that, huh? the, that the right wing faction was i don't know not not exactly i guess steve what you meant I, I i'm trying to think about it in the way like where it's like you could see that they were setting that up i think maybe the way yeah. that it happened was shocking i just thought they'd milk it longer because most yeah, shows were just would, I didn't, would I keep didn't it going i didn't yeah i didn't expect it to happen so fast that that it, i would yeah, say that's... was unexpected but i will say that like um i, I guess a, a decent amount because again what's interesting about the show is that like it will it, and, and the stuff with like the shadows kind of getting you know the the war really kicking off with the shadows and everything i think you could fairly easily say that that was easy to predict because they literally say it in the uh the intro of the show yeah uh from the beginning of the season so i guess technically i'll say that like that the, the shadow war would really kick off because again this has been built up for such a long time so we kind of knew that this was going to happen at some point um, but again the way that the show did it was surprising and really well done so it wasn't like a like a boring thing it was it was cool but i'd say it wasn't surprising that that happened um but i would say uh you know what i gotta i gotta agree with steve uh most unsurprised most shocking thing was kosh was the uh that whole episode being a just shared and just being like fuck it <laughs> like fuck it you do do something you motherfucker like that was like that was shocking the way that it, it it escalated between the two of them so suddenly and then Kosh was killed because of it. Uh, that was yeah, I didn't see that coming, and they they fucking got my ass with that one, uh, and I was yeah. screaming, screaming no. at my television screen, no, no, don't do this. And that's the, you know, that's that's what that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about here in TV land. Um, so JMS, great work on that one. Good job. Uh, Jay Michael. All right. Here's uh, our next question, also from the Yum Yums, and I'm I'm going to read some of the other uh, things from this, which was who, you know, the the three of us have been on on stages at various points in our lives, stage <clears throat> and screen. I don't know what you're talking. About. Uh, yeah, both of you were in uh, a play once. We've done plays. I don't remember that. Anyway, um, uh, the. But if 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 we were to play someone, who who would you want to play? Doesn't matter the size of the role, big or small, one off or main. Here's and I'm I'm gonna read here some 
uh, uh, there were a couple suggestions. One from uh, Comrade Sheridan uh, said, uh, Sean as a Vorlon, Ben as Zathras, and uh, Stephen as uh, King Sean. Um, <laughs> King Sean, one of the great characters. characters. Wait, which one? Which who King was that Sean. again that you because you King called him Sean? Sean was the the Night Watch guy who was just oh, a, the, a weird yeah. the pervert. You that know guy what? was really he good. You know been what? Listed as one of the, uh, the great guests. Oh, that guy was excellent. That guy was he was really excellent. Good. And him not having a name, I think, was was a really and that oh, guy was a, he he has one of my favorite lines of the whole season where where he looks at the the camera and he's like, "Does it make you feel like God?" Like that's one of the most that's one of the most unsettling lines. So of in the course, whole show. we had to give him a name, which was King Sean. Uh, yeah, uh, and then the the yum yum uh, suggested uh, Sean as Zach, because you Zach are Gale. constantly complaining about how uncomfortable your uniform is. Zach um, Allen. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I am up. very handsome, and I did play Kaniki. So. Uh, ben as Brother Theo. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. All right. And Steve sure. as Naroon. I do love Naroon. I don't know if I can do justice to <laughs> sure. Naroon. Yeah, yeah. This is, it. I have to say, of everything on this, on, on this list here, for what we're doing, every question, yeah. this is the hardest question. Not because me. to, me, me, to play. Okay. Because, not, because not to me, me it's like, I mean, what do I want? Like a weighty role? Or the thing is, it's like, there's so many wonderful little, little bit parts there are no and, small roles and, no and small, roles. small roles and, and stuff like that. And I mean, I think as a performer, I, I definitely lean towards like, you want to play, I want to play the little freaks. If I, if yeah. I were, yeah, if I, I want to be a there, weird, I want to be like a soul pervert. So, or, uh, so this is who, who I, I racked my mind, but you know, if you ask me in 20 minutes, I'll probably have a different answer. I want to be, uh, the, the weapons dealer uh, oh, to Jakar yeah. that was played by Lebowski's landlord. Yeah, that guy was fucking <laughs> Like, I mean, good, it was yeah. that guy, or it was like mm-hmm. the postman, or it was like uh, the flower salesman. Like, all of the little freaks that yeah, make Babylon I, 5 go. Like, yeah, it's like col- you get to color the world in those roles. And so it's like, to me, like a, a sweaty. I think also. <laughs> The, it's either that or or one of like not one of the named Minbari, like one of the they're not Minbari, uh, uh, Centauri, because they're all yeah, those, freaks. Those like guys every are great. every time, like in that episode where um like the the emperor's like liaison comes and he's like, "Law, no, you have to make peace." Like in uh, that's uh, in the rock right out. Um, mm-hmm. like that guy is really fun because it's just like just this weird. It's like. Now, don't you kill him? <laughs> yeah, it's Centauri to be fun to play. Yeah, yeah. Like, but but right now, just what what came just top of the head, throwing off. I think I, I want to be that weapon, that sweaty weapons dealer. That guy's great. That guy was really. But I mean, yeah. but again, like any any this this has so many wonderful little 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 roles uh, that I would love to play. Any of them. Yeah, absolutely. Or Easy Zafritz. for me. I want to be the postmaster. Yeah, no questions asked. Yeah, that's yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he, he gives he gives Garibaldi a hard time when he stands up for the post office, which <laughs> uh, I love the post office, and I don't like Garibaldi very much as a character. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not. Yeah, he's a he's uh, a he's a bad cop, and I'd want to. 
give him some give him as as much trouble as the office allows which in this case fair amount of trouble he stays up all night and he's like gotcha <laughs> gotcha now you owe me for the lock you broke you piece of shit pretty, that was pretty good, love that I dude yeah that's all right sweet. yeah I, I i had a feeling that that's a role i think you'd play very well too <laughs> i love it sean uh so John's got to be a mind, uh, a soul hunter. I there's so I'm many. I could, yeah, I, could just, season, I could just, I could just rattle off a bunch. Yeah. Does it does it have to be season specific? I'll just rattle off. The, I, the, I asked for the third season. If if you have an overall, I give have, give one for each. Just um, give one. So I'm just gonna. I'll just rattle off in general. Just in, I'll just rattle off some for the show in general. I would say probably um would be great to be specifically VA for a, a Vorlog. I, I wouldn't want to sure. wear that big fucking suit. I think that would be a pain in the ass. But well, I like, mean, I, yeah. yeah our, our but white, I don't think I would have to. I think uh, I would, is just voice. Yeah. If doing not... the voice of a Vorlon would be cool, really cool um, to do that but... freaky voice, do the weird pervert voice. Um, I think playing Drawl would be fun. Uh, I think playing Bester would be a, would be a blast to be a fucking mean, evil uh, psychop uh, guy. That would be yeah. fucking rad. Uh, of course, being a soul man um, who technically showed up in this season, <laughs> he did, man. which was cool. maybe the greatest cool. moment man. in the I'm going to say this, probably the best moment in the whole season I was guess he did inexplicably. We got a flashback that I never thought I would ever see because there was no Absolutely. real point in it to the soul man. Uh, People are so down on soul hunter. Said, yeah, people are down on soul hunter constantly i see it on twitter they're just like well we just watched that one we thank your lucky Fools. stars soul hunter Fools. is one of the greatest episodes. that's the reason we love this show it's the beating heart of babylon 5 is soul man dull Muffin. this episode's bad oh, so it features, now. It he features set, an he alien set that the tone for the strange man he yeah, set the tone for it. the strange man that shows up to the ship plot and he set the standard high he put that bar so high it's so hard to get over that bar. Who's just this little freak that walks around the station and everyone's like, oh no, it's a soul this hunter. strange little pervert who keeps walking around. Like, they, let him in the they let him in the little hospital. He just walked up and he's just staring at like someone's dying and Franklin's like, yeah, I'm he's trying like, to yes, take care of this yes. dying patient. And he's like, yes. <laughs> Closer. And he's like, I don't think this guy should be in here. Souls are this, real, and this man is is getting this man is getting <laughs> horny because my patient is dying. I think he needs to be removed. <laughs> this is my first day on the job as the medic here. I think that was like Franklin's first episode. What a way to bring that guy in. Um, uh, can I help you, sir? Closer <laughs> now. Closer now. <laughs> can I eat that soul when he dies? Please. I needed to put in a glass ball that I keep in a sack. Oh, is it your first day? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I need to put it in my little my little pouch. Um, but yeah, so those those are mine. Those are my general right. picks. You know. All right. Love Soul okay. Hunter. Okay. Um, love Soul Hunter. We're, we're bringing Soul Hunter back in a big way. Next, uh, uh, next question from uh, Comrade uh, Sheridan, uh, previously mentioned. How does uh how does each season compare? How would you how would you uh how would you size this how, uh, these these three these three seasons twenty episodes each? I think it's a good question. I don't know if it's a fair question, just because the show builds on itself. You know, like mm-hmm. it, everything builds and it gets better and better and better. So it's just like it's hard to say season one is worse than season three because. 
season three is only as good as it is because of the things that happened in season one. Um, I, I would just say it gets better and better. Uh, I, I think the easy answer is for me, season two is better than one and season three is better than two. Uh, I guess the more complicated answer is that that is only because of all the wheels that are being set up in season one and two. And um, with that in mind, I, I do look forward to season four a lot. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really disagree with that. Like, yeah, the the season, um, <clears throat> like, in addition to like kind of the story becoming more layered and more stuff happening, uh, but then also it just becomes more confident as a production. Um, yes. Like the performances get better, the CGI gets better, the costumes get better, the direction gets better, like the lighting gets better, like various little like kind of crutches or cliches that they would lean on in um uh the first season or or something like that in order to make the show work since they you know hadn't uh gotten their full sea legs or you know hadn't built out all the sets or whatever like none of a lot of those are gone um by the yeah. the third season um and so and so yeah i mean i love the the third season it's it's exciting and it's action-packed and it's very it's remarkably confident um but you know it, the third season is great because of uh the second season and the second season is great because of everything they did in the first season sean agreed yeah great. Wow. King sean. um yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a lot to add to this. It's yeah, I agree generally. It's just I think it's just escalated in quality. I would say the only thing that I do kind of miss, I I would say that uh I understand why JMS wrote every episode and I do think he's a great writer uh and he did a lot of great work here. Um there is part of me that's like, you know, it maybe it would be fun like if 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 some of those like side episodes that aren't as important were maybe written by other people and maybe they mm -hmm. could just kind of do little one-offs um kind of similar to um the soulmates episode in season two uh which was yeah. just the londo wives episode that sort of uh, thing i think the maybe best. if jms was a little tired and he just and he just needed a little help that that would be nice um, and i do miss that a little bit um but that's not really a like i still would say that season three was a better season than season two like it's just i don't know the, the stuff the, the the highs are just so high and the lows are not not as low um absolutely as previous yeah. seasons so it's just generally I, I, what can i say it's excellent so yeah it's just it's gotten better um but i i would say that like um i won't i ha i promise i haven't jumped ahead too much i just i believe that there are maybe some non-jms writers that do eventually come come back so I, I will, I, I, am interest, I am interested to see that when that does happen. That's all I'm saying. All right. right. I will, of course, remain silent on that. Mm. <clears throat> all right. We, we uh, thank you uh, for the, the questions. Uh, we are now. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you, everybody. We're, we're getting towards the end. So first off, this is uh, another one where I just have to kick back and, and enjoy. Wow, kick back and light up a spark nice up. Spicy. Yeah, you're sparking like, up with that nice spicy. Spark up a nice spicy. Right. Um, uh, what are your predictions for season four? All right. Steve, you can go first if you want. Oh, well, can I? All right. Well, I want to get a specific out of the way which is I think that Sheridan jumping in the pit 
I think he is jumping into a shadow ship. That is my specific prediction. Uh, I I just think the visual of him kind of free falling in air is very similar to that like CGI model that they kept cutting to of the the figure like falling into a ship. So that's my that's what I'm thinking. Kind of more general, I think classic Kosh will return somehow. Like Jesus Christ, he will be reborn and we'll see Kosh again. Um I think that we're going to see some division in the shadows. Uh it's just when you look at every little faction in Babylon 5, JMS has gone out of his way to, to show that it's not one block. Like every faction has disagreements. Like the Psychor is kind of split right now. Um there's resistance on Earth. There's the Narn resistance. There's people in Centauri who don't like what's going on. Uh, so I think the shadows will be that as well. I think there might be some shadows who are like, I don't agree with what we're doing. Uh, I unfortunately think that the Lanier in love with the Len plot is going to come up and probably, um, I hope, come to a head. I, I just want to get this plot done with uh i really hope this doesn't linger for two more seasons uh so maybe that's more of a hope than a prediction i but i think i think something is going to happen there and i hope it ends it uh garibaldi i think is going to be i i like a manchurian candidate i think he's maybe going to come back and be like yeah i escaped but maybe part of his brain is being controlled by the shadow. interesting interesting i think so uh, and last but not least, I think Walker Smith will return. He will help train the Narn resistance in the, the great art of boxing. Um, so wow. him and King Arthur are going to show up and teach wow, these Narns how to... him and King Arthur? Yep. They're going to take sword lessons, and oh, then they're going to take boxing lessons, and he's going to show them how to handle themselves in the in the ring. He's back. All right. Walker Smith. Wow. Well, those are some Walker really Smith. incredible predictions. And as the Babylon 5 I'm guessing veterans, 100%. I of course I'm I'm yeah. uh, chuckling and smiling and being like oh, horrible oh, horrible oh, 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 oh. oh how little they know oh, Shane and going oh, oh. yeah oh, 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 oh. Um, all right well uh, Sean what are you I have doing? so all of my I realize that all of my predictions are are about Kosh uh, no but all they are romance slash horny based great um, well, and. Uh, Perfect. So, like, none of them have anything to do with like the shadows or like the war or like what's going to happen or whatever. It's 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 all these are all the ones I have. Uh, related Hardcore to. sex scene. Yes. Um, um, so here's so here's uh, the so these are I, these were two separate, but I realized that they were that, that we can kind of combine these two. Um, one is that uh, Sheridan will return. And mm -hmm. his new returning form, whatever it is, will be horny. <laughs> Sheridan is coming back. You, you, you think, uh, he's the, gonna go. Uh, oh, he's gonna be laying the pipe. He's gonna be laying the length of uh, the, the his wife die a second time. Well, I guess he didn't yeah. see it, but and back to he's going to the land. He's gonna be like, you know what? I don't want to do any of this. You watch me while I sleep. Stuff here. I am. I'm fully nude. I'm ready. Let's do the dirty thing. And I've Len seen the face like, of death. And, and Len is going to be like, fucking finally, we can, we can start rocking it. Um, but here's the twist. Ooh. Sheridan will come back because of a 
horny fusion with Kosh. That's oh, me. okay. Okay, so he Kosh is now will like... in some way be responsible, maybe during some kind of fusion with him. He Sheridan will probably look the same. I don't think he's going to be like a Sheridan Vorlon hybrid, but uh-huh. I believe that Kosh will do some kind of he will like increase his power, like live inside of him and make him strong. Well, isn't isn't the implicate like didn't Lita already imply that? Um, when when she's like, I think Kosh has. Well, been. Kosh is like in his head, maybe, in a way. but like in his head, but like in a in like a full blown, like the, okay. like okay. like like the ghost of Kosh, fully in in, in, in like makes him strong. Uh, and okay. comes, come, he comes back through that. Uh, and, so maybe and he's then, always looking at Kosh and being like, what do you think, Kosh? And, and everyone's like, Kosh he, is yeah. dead. He's like, yeah. no, no, no. But, but, the, but the important change is that he becomes horny. Um, he, he, he the, does, yeah. the, the switch is flipped from Chase to horny, and there's no going back. And he's going to have great. some of that Sinclair energy. I, um, I he might even so. start talking about alien genitalia. We don't know. But he, he might pull sheets. out the sheets. Yeah. He might be like, he'd be like, Delenn, I have frictionless sheets. <laughs> He'll start talking like him. And, um why are you talking like sinclair yeah well you know i learned from the best uh from valen of course uh okay this is one i'm not i'm not yeah steve in in line with steve having an unpleasant prediction i also have an unpleasant romantic prediction is that marcus and ivanova will probably happen um why is that unpleasant i don't i don't what's that why is that unpleasant? That could be quite nice. No, with Marcus. <laughs> no, Marcus is maybe Ivanova the most annoying Getting together character. with somebody, sure, but like Marcus, uh, it's gonna be Marcus. He's You're such right. A, he's such a dork. Like, I'm sorry. Like, he hasn't really. He started off like when he was a little more foreboding and and a little like stand up. Like, we gave him the Sex Man Award in the he first the episode award. when he yeah. showed up because it was like, who is this guy? And then he just turned into like he just got a little. He's too a theater cute. kid. Yeah, he's, he's a theater a kid, theater kid who loves Monty Python. Money, yeah, he has that Monty Python fan energy, not Monty Python uh, cast member energy. Yes. Monty Python fan energy, like he has that, which is probably the way JMS is. Is yeah, um, and so he's he like has Elvis. That, yeah, he has that just like Elvis. Uh, he mm-hmm. has that. He has that energy. Um, so it's like right, it well, would be nice if well, Marcus cleans uh, up his act. To say me. Um, if Marcus becomes cool this next season, then you know, then this will be a good prediction. But for now, it's yeah, I, I I agree. I think that's going to happen. I I'm and I'm a little. It's just it has he hasn't impressed me yet. Him say, talking to her and like saying like you're the most beautiful. Um, I, that was a uh, that's not what I said. It, and it's just like oh for God's sake. Um, Would you say it's uh, cringe? Uh, I would say it's cringe content. Um, cringe content cringe comedy cringe adjacent. Uh, and then my last one and this is related to steve's but i have a specific prediction for it for uh okay. one year um oh, no yeah is that while sheridan uh. is gone for however long he's gone for uh lanier will make a awful pass at delenn and will be soundly rejected uh in the most pathetic way possible and will m- whine to marcus about it that's that's my prediction is that he's right. just gonna get shot down so fucking I hard. hope so he's gonna get I his dick so. slapped in the dirt so hard that it's gonna make the earth yeah we're tremble. we're aligned on that I, it's gonna I be think a donkey it's gonna happen. ground pounding of his dick into the dirt uh my, yeah i hope that ends that storyline forever i think that's one of the dumbest things yeah i, I, I and apparently that was a bill mummy idea um and he 
Look, was, I love kept asking Lanier. JMS about it, and JMS was like, "No, we're not going to do that." And then he was like, "Eh, maybe we'll do it." <laughs> I think he's great at playing Lanier, and I think he's, he's great. A, yeah, I, have great no, actor, I have no issue with him as an actor. He does a really like, good uh, job. And you like, uh, and, I like and I generally Chris like the Hess. character. I like the character. You know, it's just that yeah, that element of it is just like I don't think it's really needed. And between that just, element that he pushed for and the B five trying to forget, yeah, 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 two strikes. Yeah, I do like fish, fish heads. Heads, fish heads. I do like fish heads. Uh, he and I and like that weird music pieces. video they did for SNL. Yeah, yeah. Directed by uh, none other than uh, uh, Bill Paxton. Wow, uh, incredible! And also, uh, he did Space Cases, which I used to watch as a kid. I have Space Cases with uh, Peter David. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, Steve, would you like to to quickly run down every? sex person thus far do we want all to right that? here it goes season three marcus maroshi garibaldi mm-hmm. kosh julie masante and trying to forget it was claudia for having the horniest song she oh, did man. if you want candy duster the flower freak delen <laughs> king sean delen ivanova fear jakar Fester, the lingerie salesman, Sinclair, Zathras, Kalen, Harry Sanders, Delenn, Delenn, and Anna. Anna, 40 Anna. old Anna. Anna Sheridan. That's Anna, or rather, Anna's shell. Anna. So, all right. This you is, uh, we, we've only I, had I'm one really golden three. what you guys We've only had one golden three. But, but also the thing is, is that we, this is, this is the one where we all have to, well, we all to have to. It. So we are guaranteed to give JMS an extra hundred. Here's, here's what 100. I'll say before we get into well, this. There will sincerely... only be a golden three of all three of us without uh, coaxing. Uh, yeah. Here's what I'll say. If, if we all agree without uh, coaxing, you're, this is a triple golden three. This is oh, worth wow. three golden threes. So this is the big one. Okay. Yeah, you're right. This is the big yeah. one. So, well, well, you guys go through it, because I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious to hear yours. So, this was hard, because also, this, this season doesn't have a ton of sex energy, I would say. Um, uh, in my thought. Julia Masanti, she gets nude. She gets nude. She gets yeah, She just strips down nude. and says, what do you think? Take a look at, at this, big boy. But you know what? This might be basic of me. This might be uh, uh, basic and boring of me. But I'm I'm going with. There's one person whose name who hadn't. She's been in the show for three years. Uh, hadn't gotten it yet, and then all of a sudden in the third season, one, two, uh, let's see, three. Is it uh, three? She gets three sex person. She already has four, a golden. I believe. She has oh, four. Four? Where, yeah. where did I miss the other one? Shadow um, Dancing and The Rock Right at No Hiding Place, Severed Dreams, and Messages from Earth. Four. Yeah, four. So she has, a, uh, she has more than a golden three. We don't even have a phrase for that. <laughs> she's, she's someone she's had, uh, uh, she's had to endure trying to be sexy to the 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 most sexless man that's ever existed. <laughs> She's trying to romance uh, Ken. 
from yeah. Barbie. Yeah. yeah. It's all smooth down there. Yeah. There's nothing. It's... And yet, and, ne- and nevertheless, she persisted. <laughs> wow. Wow. I saved Delenn. I'm Delenn. leaving a piece of paper at the, the political wow. rally that says, my candidate is Delenn. Delenn. I'm Delenn. Delenn and I'm reporting for duty. <laughs> <laughs> all right so there we go great steve you passionate political speech ben's vote for deline now i want to give some runners up because i think ben's right not a super horny season a lot of going on but there were more moments of horniness that uh really kind of shone through and i want to give uh third place to veer for um Showing uh, a true desperate horny energy when he finally gets very a kiss. sweaty, very sweaty, uh, horny it's, energy. It's yeah. very awkward. It's very sweaty. It's not pleasant oh, to behold, honestly. Ivanova, tell me, <laughs> how do you please a woman? But oh. he oh, was, yeah, 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 he he had sex on the brain. He had all of his tentacles ready to go. Um, so all third sex. place goes to Veer. Uh, second place to me. Uh, how can I not? It's Sinclair. He showed up. He Beautiful. strolled in, and you know, uh, my I, I was uh, at attention. If you know what I mean, there mm-hmm. he is, my boy. Uh, but the number one, the winner of, in my opinion, the uh, sex person, the Jeffrey Sinclair <laughs> sex person of the season. Uh, I, you know, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint, and this person <laughs> put in the work. And, you know, this person, a little at a time, trips and drabs, and, uh, and, and, and they were a dark horse, didn't even appear on the list before. And all of a sudden, mm. bursting <laughs> with sex energy. I got to give it to Delenn. Wow. I got to give it to Delenn. Delenn. Wow. That's right. my vote. Well, we I am showing up. Oh, boy, the this... delegate from Chicago. There's a lot of pressure on me. Votes for Delenn. You might have some trouble here. Um, wow. So here's what I'll say. I'll, here's some honorable mentions and one, okay. Uh, well, honorable mention. Yeah. So Veer, of course, Veer asking, uh, Ivanova for sex help. Um, Marcus was a horny little monster for most of the season trying to get Ivanova. Uh, Lanier, gonna, unfortunately yeah. was horny in a way that was not, I was not comfortable <laughs> with. Um, I'm only, I'm only like it when he's, when he's horny for his motorcycle. Um, yeah, his real I would life. like to give, uh, I personally, and, and this is, uh, since you all mentioned him also, I would like to give an honorary goodbye sex person lifetime achievement award. And it's kind of pointless to give him this award because it's named after him, but to Jeffrey Sinclair, to veil it. I feel yeah, like he is absolutely. preeminent. He gets the special Scorsese Oscar, um, it's for, a lifetime uh, achievement, lifetime achievement, a lifetime achievement. Of, of incredible horniness. I mean, he has the greatest honor of all. This yeah. this whole thing exists because of him, and yes, I will yeah. never forget. And him of course, um, I gotta life. give my boy Kosh a, a recognition just for you know he was in there. He he wasn't in there as much this season, and he had a heartbreaking departure. But he did that fight with uh, Sheridan. I thought was pretty horny, and it got me worked up real nice and good. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, friends and lovers of all ages, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. This was easy. It wasn't hard for me um her name shows up four times wow she's she's been in the show for three she the amount of sustained horniness 
that you have to have to not only court anybody and in during a wartime to make this to make the horniness happen but to do it with john sheridan this chaste freak who just wants to hold hands and you have to fucking you have to fucking try to get blood from this stone over and over and over again go through all of your weird customs also you have to get past all of the weird minbari customs to get to this to build up to this, to maintain it, the strength of it, the love and the power and the pure horniness that I think is was the legacy of her friend Sinclair has now been reborn in, in her, and that is Delenn. I am giving it to wow, Delenn. That is a that is a golden free, unprompted. A triple there is no argument free. this year, uh, this season. I keep saying year. There's no yeah. argument this season. Unbelievable. Uh, this season, sex person. And, I, Unbelievable. and I'm being honest with you. I didn't, Unprecedented. I, it took me two seconds because I yeah, saw her name easy. four times and I was like, of course it's the land. That makes perfect it's sense. Be now, can I discuss the, the company she is now joining? Please. Uh, she has now been crowned the last best Babylon 5 sex person of the season. Joining the ranks of uh, the uh, Controversial Dodger, mm-hmm. and uh, but another Kosh, beloved Kosh deserves a message. Excuse me, Kosh was the people's choice and my choice. That's a different. That's a, that's different, a different strata. Different, I have I have the power of the people behind me, and uh, that's I in the people. That's that, in the listener that's house. Kosh, that's in the listener that's house. Barely yeah, it's counts. all the listeners, and the only people who care about Dodger are you in bed. That's yeah. it. Well, she was that's horny. It. Which, which why is. Which you complain well to us all nothing. the time. Oh, oh, this is uh, inferior, sexy. It's just you're picking your favorite character. Dodger was horny. She knew what she wanted. So was Kosh. <laughs> Sean signed if off on Dodger. It, if you go couldn't back, see it, you're you just go fuck you're, yourself. You replay go fuck the yourself. tape. You're you just, couldn't see it. You're just you guilty. That's right. You're guilty right. that you were talking right. into it. I stand by it. I was 100 percent right. Oh, it's Sean, no, you're only saying. So do you not horny. stand if by you what you Kosh said? Was obviously you were not watching the same episodes I was watching. You're a fool. You're a you damn can't, fool, Ben. We can't relitigate this. You're a fool. <laughs> we can't relitigate this on the re- on the record. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Get um, him off the call. Get him off the call. I don't want to. I don't want to hear Ben anymore. Sean made the choice. I want him off. Get him off. Sean's <laughs> just mad that we talked him into it, but we can't take it back. It's it's done. It's you, much you, like cautious death. But get rid of him. I want him off my. I want him off. No. Delenn, Replay Delenn the joins, of Posh. Uh Dodger and Delenn joins the beloved Lou Welch. Uh as <laughs> the sex the clue. sex person of season one. Imagine. Imagine that threesome. That we, I forgot that we picked Lou, but Lou was hundred percent deserving. And I do uh, want to add another prediction here for me. I, and I I'm saying Lou comes back. I'm saying you Lou comes what? back. Comes back. And you know what? And my, my Lou other- has uh, a standing anytime he shows up on screen he deep by default wins the episode so and i will say that uh this is something like i pre- i realized i forgot to mention this i predict this every year is that the season uh premiere uh will have be the first scene will be jinxo walker smith and soul man walking together talking about the event the recent events at the station um that has been right every year and this it will happen again well, congrats to Delenn. what a what a sweep I, but for... this yeah this year it's uh, no question uh, Delenn, uh 
God bless you, my friend. Uh, that's the most dedicated horniness uh, from the most chaste man. Again, a sustained level. The, yeah. She had to, you know, she enters, when you run a marathon, you know, you, you're good. But then you enter like mile 15, 16. It's like, oh, I got another eight of these to go. Delenn did not complain. Delenn just pushed through. God bless you, Delenn. Amazing. 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 All right, dropping this in. We're recording this later. We we know all we know some of the secrets of the future that we didn't know when we recorded this. And more. Oh. Okay. We know but, that, uh, so many but, terrible things now. Yeah, we know way too many terrible things. Too many um, things. But uh but we're not here okay. to discuss those terrible things. We're we're dropping in from the future. Uh so I can reveal to Steve and Sean, what the listener choice mm-hmm. Jeffrey mm-hmm. Sinclair sex person of season three was. Great. Now we all, right. all chose Delenn. That's right. So who and will? We all chose yeah. Delenn, and it was actually a fairly easy pick. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm gonna give you uh the 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 top. Let's see here. Yeah, so there's the... a uh, a three way tie. Yeah. For second uh-huh. place. Okay. All right. Three-way tie Joe Lieberman. Place. The three <laughs> There's a three-way tie. <laughs> for third place. God bless everyone who knows that. Uh, yeah. For all you listeners yeah. who remember, remember your the Democratic 2004 Democratic party primary. primary. <laughs> we are a three-way tie for third place. That was exciting. Was and he was not even, he was in last place of that. Yes. Quote unquote three way tie. But anyway, seeing, seeing John Kerry just rise from the ashes in that Ugh. primary was truly invigorating. All right. So, JFK, his name was JFK. As well. All right. So, here we go. Two, uh, and all of these <laughs> second place tied people have two votes. Okay. Okay. Uh, our, our winner, who had nearly half. Great. Uh, uh, of all of the votes? Yeah. Wow. People want so there's 17 yeah. votes. And. Uh-huh. 47% of the, oh, the votes. This is That's an overwhelming majority voted right. for this person. It's going to be, okay. that's going to be wow. interesting to see. Cause if it's not the Len, it's going to be an interesting, it's going to be, interesting. I can't right. wait to see. So well, right. let's, let's get to it. So, uh, one of, uh, the three way, uh, tires, uh, Jeffrey Sinclair. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. He's the original sex man. Namesake. Yeah, of course. Great. Uh, another one of our three-way tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's me, Zathras. Oh, Zathras. Oh, okay. Zathras. Okay. Zathras. He's oh, a horny little yes. man. All right. Okay. He's a little yeah, yeah. hairy weirdo. Now. Great. All right. And our I'm final so three-way tire. I can't wait. <clears throat> Who is it? Delenn. Whoa! Oh! What? And not only that, was but not... this is Delenn uh-huh. has one vote on two different episodes. Okay. That's it. Well, That's all Delenn got. I'm very so excited fuck, to see who is this that got the. What I'm do so you and, I, I, and before I read the, I the overwhelming winner, I don't even know. Who I'm this going would to say be, that then. there is also an, a blank spot for someone to enter a character you nominate that wasn't listed above, and somebody okay. wrote Sean's searing hot rage. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, sure. Well, thank Here you. we yeah, go. Yeah. Thank, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I guess eight votes. Yeah. Forty-seven. Point one percent. Julie Masanti, <laughs> the woman who got nude. I mean, 
she I mean, she, she did, is wait, what? Nude. Wait, got nude and she wait, tried to have remember. sex with Sheridan. Oh, that lady? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Fox News host. Yeah, the Fox oh, News host. yeah. Okay. I, I think <laughs> this is absolutely... You know what? I'm going to subordinate to the wisdom of crowds. This is a good choice. It is a good choice. Um, she meets the, the sure. definition as yeah, yeah. she's the only one to get fully nude. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. What other sex person has gotten fully I know, nude? It's true. It's I, I think it's just because she's only in like one episode. But this was, I guess, the Dodger by the Dodger rule. Yeah. Um, I just I, think. Yeah. Are you going to argue think, with the viewers? Uh, oh, yes, viewers. I will. Because Delenn Delen was playing the long well, last game. Year, last year, Sean was uh, like, the listeners are the greatest. They voted well, yes, for my Because they voted, because they voted yeah. in my, because they and, voted for, uh, for the thing this year, you're like, oh, they're yeah. wrong because they didn't yeah. vote for Because the they didn't I vote I for what I, for, yeah, exactly. That's exactly true. Where All am right. I being, where am I being contradicted? Did I ever say, oh, the All people right. are the smartest? They were smart last time when they went with mine, and they're dumb this time for not going with mine. It's simple. Boys, Babylon boys, we have to go back into our time machine and, and right. go back to the future. And right, we're going to go and back leave, to the future. Leave uh, our, our past selves in, in their, their beautiful, blissful ignorance uh, of what is to come. I wish to be them again, but we All can right. never go back. Right. Goodbye Farewell. from the future. Bye. Goodbye. So... That's that. That was the the third season is in the books. Uh, when we return, uh, which I don't know if we're taking a week off or not, that'll be in the show notes. I'm sure we'll figure that out. I mean, it might be Thanksgiving. I don't know when this is coming out. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so we might be off next week. We might not. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, figure it out. But when we return, uh, the next episode is season four. Episode one, the hour of the wolf. Ooh, ooh, the wolf. The hour of the wolf. The wolf and, is uh, uh, and and you know what? Here's the thing. So this is and and JMS said this early uh, early on is that each season he like kind of ups the level of serial serialization, um, like. Mm-hmm. You know, the first season's a lot of one-offs with some plot. Then the second season's about, like, some some one-offs and a little more plot. And then this season was, like, mostly plot, but with a couple one-offs. The fourth season um, starts to get even more dense with, with story stuff. So I think... Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I, I think I'm just going to say the titles. Oh, okay. I think I'm just. I think for for season four, I think I'm just gonna no, say King the, Arthur the, Knights showing up in this season. The 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 titles, uh, because uh, I don't want episode, to, yeah. because I'm not watching the like. Uh, I don't remember these episodes perfectly well, so I don't know if uh, these synopsises uh, have little little sneakers in them. Uh, but that said, I mean, usually uh, in the last three season premieres have all been like you know table setters. So it's probably the hour of the wolf colon. Uh, we set the table for the fourth season. Probably. Great. Uh, but anyway, uh, very exciting. Thank you so much. And thank you to the wanderers. That's you, the listeners, the wanderers for uh, sticking with us for uh, the three seasons. We, we love to hear from you. We love, uh, 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 we, we're very thankful that you've been listening and uh, if you'd like to help us 
uh, please give us a review on whatever platform you're using. Uh, if it's uh, five stars and we find it, uh, uh, we shall uh, read it on uh, on the show. If it's uh, less than that, then uh, we'll read it on the toilet. Uh, you can also send us an email at uh, lastbestb5 at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, lastbestb5. But uh, until the hour of the wolf, this is uh, Ben saying farewell, wanderers. This is Steve saying goodbye, wanderers. This is Sean. Uh, yeah, have, have a good one. Wanderers. <laughs> wanderers. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. This podcast is starring Ben Vigent, Sean Rose, and Stephen Winchell. Art and theme by Stephen Winchell. Editing by Ben Vigent. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a review on Apple Podcasts.